Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A very warm welcome to Keeping It Real with Caroline and Sophie. How are you doing, Soph? I'm great, thanks, my angel. How are you? Very, very well. I haven't seen you in ages. It's been a while. We've got a lot to catch up on and a lot to discuss, I feel. My first thing that I would really love to talk to you about are dating sites because... I have a little feeling that there is someone who has touched your heart in some way. And the funny thing is, is that you originally met him on a dating site and then coincidentally met him in real life. So I'd just like to know, what is your opinion on dating sites? Well... First of all, I'd just like to say that Wilma is chewing my shoe over there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wilma, don't eat the um, Isabel Morant trainer. Oh dear. Wilma's my cockapoo who has abundances of energy that goes slightly beyond the beyond. I've just been in the park with her for an hour and I swear to goodness gracious me, she ran 100 miles an hour for an hour. Yet to get Wilma to calm down is a little bit of a challenge. Many people have said to me, you know what? It's really interesting, Caroline, that you have a dog like Wilma who doesn't have a shut-off button, an everlasting Duracell battery. It's a little bit like her mom. <laughs> well, I've actually got some good news for you. I, I had a very similar situation with Coco when she was little. Um, she was wild, chased my cats. I mean, she just basically did everything she wasn't supposed to do. Bit the children, nipped everyone's ankles, jumped on every piece of furniture, chewed our shoes... And then after about a year of being the bane of our lives, but also a great deal of joy and pleasure, obviously, we did have a lot of fun with her. She then took a total chill pill. And now she is the most relaxed, happy, divine, gorgeous creature who I'm happy to call my daughter, my one and only <laughs> daughter. <laughs> so you say it takes about a year yeah. to uh, 
calm a puppy down? To fully train and calm and integrate um, a creature into your life, I think takes a year, yeah. Darling, back to these dating sites. I don't know if if you're uh, actually wanting to avoid the subject. Well, no, I'm not at all. I think, you know, it's a really interesting um, concept because basically the way that we used to date, and I haven't dated for a very long time uh, properly, because I've been married for eight years. And prior to that, I really only had six boyfriends before I got married. So, and dating was about meeting somebody through friends, having a flirtation, having a connection, doing your background checks, making sure they're fun and not odd or whatever, and kind of going into it, but knowing that there was like a support network there. And so obviously that doesn't happen anymore. The introductions aren't made as frequently. And I I were at the age where everybody's either married or divorced, or if you're not married, there's a few reasons probably why you're not married. You've either focused on your career or you don't want to have someone serious in your life, et cetera, et cetera. So I do think that the dating sites are a great way of meeting people rather than waiting for the introductions. But it is scary because you don't have that support network around you. So you're literally blind dating. You don't know anything about this person. Well, what I think is quite interesting, as far as I understand, I haven't actually been on one of these dating sites yet. But as far as I understand, you can really express what you want in a person. And you can really say, this is important to me. This is the kind of person I'm looking for. These are the kind of things I like to do. So you can kind of do like a made to order. But what would concern me would be that you're a very beautiful woman. And as soon as you put your physical picture up, there are a lot of people, I'm sure, who would say, I'm your dream man. I'm everything you ever wanted. How you know trustworthy are these? And especially when you don't have anybody, probably who knows this person, and anyone who can say, you know, this is a really, really good guy. So for me, it's kind of been, it's kind of been an area that I didn't really want to tread on. Mm-hmm. But I had a funny experience recently because there are a few very apparently exclusive. Well, I think that's the thing is there's different levels of dating sites. So you can get your basic Tinder, which could be anybody, which I, I wouldn't go Do you near. know what my daughter said to me yesterday? Mom, you should go on Tinder. I was like, oh my God, I just picked you up from school. Like, where'd that come from? How do you even know that word? Actually, do you know what? I say I would never go on it, but two friends of mine have got married and one's really happily dating. I've never been on it because I'm slightly concerned about, as you say, people not being... Could we maybe um, have a look at it? Who they say I mean, I've never even seen it. Well, I'll show you afterwards, but what... what I'd quite like to see it now. I I don't have it. So we'd have to download it. Oh, I couldn't possibly do it on my phone. <laughs> oh, you see. <laughs> okay, well, let me tell you about Raya, because that is the dating website that I've been on, oh. which is like Tinder, but it's not as, I don't know how, it, you have to be invited to join it. And then you're, I don't know what how you're even vetted, but you're basically vetted and then you're allowed to join it. But most of the people on it live in the US. Oh. And for a long time, I was... Um, Was that where you met your bartender? (laughs) OMG. Is that a yes? Was that a yes or a no? It's an OMG. (laughs) I just leave that down my mouth. (laughs) I'm just curious. um, I'm going to reserve that for a later comment. I'm I'm trying to tell you about the app. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Raj. 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 He's Raj. You say that was the app? Raya. Oh, Raya. Sorry. It started with an R. There was a J in there somewhere. 
Okay, so Raya. Raya, Raya yeah. is an online forum where you can choose your age range and you put up eight to ten or however many pictures you want to do. They compile a video, you choose your music, and that's what goes out to the people that are on Raya. Then the people on Raya will decide whether they like you and click a heart button if they want to connect with you. And then you'll get a message in your inbox saying, Bruce wants to meet you for a drink. I thought you said it was American. (laughs) As far as I know, that was a bit of an Aussie accent there. It could be from anywhere. To be honest, I have come across a few Aussies on there. There's a lot of footballers... I kind of like Aussies. I like their really laid back. It's kind of quite sporty, I think, and actors. So there's, I have actually connected with Chandler from Friends, but we never actually shut the front shit. I just you met Chandler. (laughs) I didn't meet him. No, he was kind of cute in Friends. I thought it would just be fun to heart that. Yeah, yeah, that. I mean, but but he didn't reach out to you. No, he he did, but we never like that was it because basically, Raya for me was a bit of fun where you heart and then you see if somebody hearts you back. Mm. Is Chandler married? Oh God, I've no idea. I think these things are quite relevant. This is another very relevant conversation because I do feel that we live in a world where people have slightly forgotten. The importance of, yeah, Yeah. like being loyal and honorable in whatever you're in. So when you start dating someone, should you not go on the dating websites or should you keep your options open? There's a question. And I know the majority of men that I know would just keep their options open until they kind of figure stuff out. I'm not saying that's wrong because in the US, it's very different. In the US, you don't have one boyfriend. You have three or four. And you have your backups and if one lets you down, you go with the next one and you don't really commit to anybody. For about a year, you can date three or four people and that's totally acceptable. I I would not be happy if I went out to a bar and saw the person who I thought was dating sitting there with another date. I'd be like, uh, that's awkward. Do you know what? To me, it's a really, really bizarre thing. I've always been a one man kind of girl from I was... 17 when I had my first boyfriend and up until I got married I literally went from one relationship to another but there was never any overlapping I couldn't I but it's because I feel such a I would I would feel I was dishonoring myself and dishonest and if I'm with someone I'm with someone and this is my word and it would be disobeying my word it's not about them it's actually about the way that I honor myself as a human being now becoming older and older I, I had this conversation with a very, very dear friend of mine and but, but a slightly no, older lady say? who I who I who I really love and admire. And it was a really interesting conversation where, you know, she said, The thing is, Caroline, when you get to know when you're getting to know a man, and it does take a while to get to know someone, and she actually said, and I think this is super advice for all you girls out there and all you gents out there who are dating. It takes at least six months to get to know someone. That's true. And for these six months, you need to put someone in your observation box. And while they are in that observation box, you are pretty free to do what you want up until the point where you guys make a commitment to each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for some people, I have another friend who very recently 
uh, met the love of her life. They've known each other for many, many years. They've both been married. They've both got divorced. When they got together, they literally knew within 24 hours that they're going to spend the rest of their yeah. lives together. I think this can happen. I think you can have a very, very intense, solid connection. But I think that can only happen if you've got a little bit of history together, at least in terms of friends, mm -hmm. or you may have met each other for many years. You may have been married mm -hmm. to someone else and now you're not married anymore, but you've always been very fond of each other. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I do think you can make a decision very quickly. But I do think that if you're meeting a new person, I very much agree with this friend of mine who said, keep the observation box in mind. And, and you know what? You don't know how he feels. He doesn't know how you feel. It takes time to build Absolutely. the groundwork and you cannot expect. And you don't have to yourself to be exclusive. But the moment that you have the feelings and whether they take two days, two weeks, two mm -hmm. months or two years to build, you know, up until you've had the conversation about now it is exclusive. Now it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be you and I and break off everything else. Yeah, I agree with that. I think also just in terms of protecting ourselves, that's what I was going to say. It's like to protect yourself from getting too into somebody too quickly It's quite good for your mind not to give yourself completely to one person to begin with, which I was always guilty of when I, before I got married. You know, I'd meet somebody, I'd feel the connection. I didn't have any other responsibilities apart from growing that relationship. So you'd throw yourself into it. You also, you know, I was, we were young and impressionable. And when you fall in love, you fell hard and you fell quick. But my gosh, times have changed. But I mean, it is, it is and quite I remarkable. I have a, a 14-year-old son who, you know, his sophistication within his, within his heart, within his mind, within his body for that matter, due to the fact that, and I think this has got a lot to do with the internet, I think it's got a lot to do with the fact also that we are very modern parents who are very open with our children and we speak about certain subjects that just weren't discussed previously mm -hmm. in our parents' generation. You know, we really talk and communicate with our kids that gives them tools at a far earlier stage to be more emotionally sophisticated and ready to jump into something. But I can't say that it doesn't really, whoa, you know, it goes and, and, and slightly, it, I, it does concern me that, you know, when you're 14 years old, that you can actually create really intense feelings for, for another person. And, you know, I think, are, are our children actually ready? Do they even know what it means? But, you know, again, people are doing things far earlier. Mm. They just are. You know, you hear in this country even of children getting pregnant when they're 10 years old. I mean, it is quite That's scary. Frightening. It's really very, frightening. very frightening. It's very, very frightening. And I've always been of the belief that, you know, you need to have a little bit of life experience and you need to learn a lot about yourself and learn a lot about what you really love as a person mm. and what makes your heart happy and which kind of qualities are important to you and another human being before you can actually enter into a relationship. And how old are you when you can But do that? That's actually a really interesting point because you said to me the other day, I am now in a position where I could fall in love again. And I think it's all to do, it's not even about who we're meeting. It's about where we're at and what stage we're at in our life. And for me, signing up to Rhea was a distraction. You know, I'd just come out of my marriage and I wanted to see what was out there. It was fun. I wasn't looking for love or commitment or anything other than to just see what 
single guys look like mm. and it was kind of a liberating experience it was it was interesting to see who was out there and who wanted to connect with me mm. so it was kind of more of a game and more of a you know investigation mm. and I think it's all to do with where you're at in your life now I feel like I, I'm actually ready to start something with somebody it's been mm. two years since I've been separated mm-hmm. and um, recently divorced mm. and I'm now in a position where I think, okay, my heart's fine. My heart's fixed. I'm healed. Mm. I'm now ready to take on another person in my life. And although the one thing I think that scares me about a relationship is I don't want it to distract me from all the other things that I've got going on. And there's no, when you fall in love with somebody, there's no way that you can stop that coming into your judgment. So whether it be thinking about somebody when you're doing something with the kids or thinking about somebody when you should really be concentrating on a meeting or a conference call or whatever it is you're doing, it's a distraction. And that distraction is, it's disconcerting. It scares me and it's kind of makes me feel vulnerable and I don't want to feel vulnerable. Oh, but I love that. I mean, to meet you, absolutely. In the last few weeks, it's quite interesting because... I've had this feeling for a long time that 2018 was going to be the year of love. And I've slightly been putting it out there. And the effect of putting it out there has been magical. I mean, it's been magical. It's been magical because I feel that, you know, since the very end of last year and the beginning of this year, you know, I've met, you know, a few people where I've actually thought, wow, there are some really interesting men. And you've got to understand that I come from, you know, six or seven years of thinking, I'm never going to meet someone that I really, really can love with my heart, with my soul, with my mind, with my body. You know, they've had good things, but they Mm. haven't had everything that I want. Mm. And I don't want to compromise. I'm a very busy mother. I'm a very busy businesswoman at the same time. And the little time that I have beyond children and my work, I want to spend with my friends. Mm. So even the concept even the thought of finding the time to let a man into my life has been a little bit like how do I find that time not only how do I find that time like how much space would he have in my wardrobe Mm. for that matter (laughs) and you know to give up that little space in your wardrobe has got to be a really special person but at the same time I know that when I meet that person you they can have your wardrobe they can have my entire wardrobe and so recently I have felt flutters in my heart and I am enjoying it so much, so very much. And I know that I now actually will make the time. I will change anything in my diary to spend time with this person That's simply because. Amazing. But it is amazing. It is amazing. And I enjoy, I am enjoying that feeling so much. It's an amazing feeling. And listen, I'm not going to lie. I had a connection with somebody or, or do have a connection with somebody. I'm just not sure where I'm going with it. And when I met this person initially on Raya, I thought absolutely not too young, not right for me. And then I was introduced later by a friend and I kind of just went with the flow And I still am slightly going with the flow, but I've realized that going with the flow can also be quite frustrating. And um, 
while I'm not looking for anything serious, I don't want to get married, none of that. I just want to know that my needs are being met as well as theirs. And I think there's a really big juggling act when you've got children and you make plans for them to be away. And, you know, it's not, we can't be spontaneous anymore. You know, if I want to go for dinner or have somebody over, I'm obviously not going to introduce my children to that person straight away because I don't know whether that's going to be one dinner or 10 dinners or... And it's just not appropriate. Just, it takes time it before takes you want time. to introduce someone to your so, kids. So um, I guess it's it's it takes quite a lot of organization to make things to plan. Yeah. And um, I don't think that if you if you don't have children, you just don't appreciate what it takes. And I'm not criticizing or having a go at anybody for not having children and not getting it. Because I understand. It's but you know a what's big really, deal. You and I had a conversation last night. You and I had many conversations yesterday. And it really struck me how, as you say right now, if someone doesn't have children, it's really difficult for them to comprehend the amount of time it takes to organize yourself in order to create that time for them. Exactly. And I had the same experience first thing this morning. I woke up to a message from someone saying to me, Actually, I totally forgot about this commitment I had on Saturday. Can we please change our dinner maybe to tomorrow? And I thought, oh, seriously? Mm. And then I thought, but you know what? I really, really want to see you. So, yes. So I called him and I said, you know what? I will, you know what? I'm going to organize this. I will sort myself out. And absolutely, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And I went for a long walk in the park and I called a dear friend of mine just to talk about something else and I was just feeling a little bit like do you even know that I'm having to figure out where to plant my children like with 36 hours notice and my dog and my cleaner for that matter (laughs) and then when I got back here my phone rang again and he said hi you know what I've just been thinking it requires so much for you to reorganize everything because I know what it feels like to have children and I know that you would have to go out of your way and you know what let's stick to Saturday I'm going to cancel what I have and let's just stick to Saturday and I just said to him you know what I love the way that you think because it is so much easier for me not that I wouldn't move the world for you tomorrow because I really would and I've been trying to but it does make it a little bit more mm-hmm. difficult and thank you so much for for understanding and you see the only reason why he could understand is because he has children right and you know I'm not saying that I'm not gonna you know entertain the idea that I might want to date somebody that doesn't have children because I don't really it doesn't matter who they are you don't want to limit yourself from. I just I'm not limiting myself I just need to feel like my feelings are being looked after as well and I guess it's just it makes things a little bit more complicated when you've got so many other things going on in your life and somebody doesn't appreciate that there's a lot going on and you have to balance and juggle and you know what it's like a daily a daily thing it's like you know where when are you gonna for example you wake up in the morning and you think when am I going to exercise today because for part of me really needs to just give my body a huge bashing when I get up in the morning. I just feel good about it. Thank the Lord that I don't exercise. Thank the Lord. Well, you do yoga. Well, you know, 20 minutes a week. (laughs) That's it. Well, that's annoying because you look amazing. If I only did 20 minutes a week, I probably wouldn't 
feel as good as I do about myself. And and for me, working out is not just about looking great. It's about feeling great yeah. and it's about having the right attitude. I understand that. It's very, very healthy to let mm. go of all those endorphins. And just really pummel yourself. Yeah. You know, push yourself to a point that it actually hurts. God, I wish I could. Kind of I wish I yourself could. And I wish I could. Satisfied afterwards. The thing is, is if I run a hundred meters, I get a stitch. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, well, I understand that. But there running, are other forms running... of exercise that I can do for hours and hours <laughs> that are so much more satisfying, actually. You know what? Yoga and that other form of exercise are definitely well, everybody what... everybody likes what... the other form of exercise, but it's not They easy, are the ones yeah. that make me and my body quite happy, I've got to say. Yeah, me too. But anyway, I'm talking about Paolo's Body yeah. Bar here, which I love. But So tell me, what is Paolo's Body Bar? So Paolo's Body Bar is a um, unique form of body bar that Paolo's developed... Paolo, sorry, has developed. So it's a woman. Um, it's a woman. And it's basically... A, like a ballet bar? It's, it's You use the ballet bar, but yep. sometimes you just use the mat weights boxing it's like they have different versions of the class depending on what you feel like so I try and do a different version every day my every day if I can do it every day it honestly the when you first start going it's so brutal shut the front I'm opening door. the front door to oh you oh my god okay, so I'm gonna got drag to you you are gonna take me can Where I just go? say what I love about yeah. it is you don't necessarily have to um run and get a stitch in fact you definitely don't have to run and get a stitch but you do feel pain in your body while you're doing it you know when you want to stop doing something but you can't like when you sit against a wall ski exercises and you don't um let your knees drop yeah it's that kind of intensity so you know when the pain gets so much and you think oh my god I can't sit here anymore it's that going through the pain barrier so it's very it's, it's like pilates ballet um, general exercise. Does it get boxing, into your glutes? Right into your glutes. Can I tell you something really, really funny? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When I joined a gym a number of years ago, mm. uh, 
And after six years, my gym did tell me that, are you sure you want to renew another year? Because your track record on average for the last six years has been, you've been here between five and six times each year. And four of the times you just came for coffee. <laughs> are you sure you want to uh, rejoin? Um, that's brilliant. I mean, just completely ridiculous, so that's right? But what was really funny, when I did renew, uh, I haven't now, but uh, I did for one more year. They said, you know, it'd be a really good idea for you to go and speak to one of the... Trainers? Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> just have a little bit of a discussion about your body and your targets and your diet, et cetera, et cetera. And what was so funny, this dude wanted me to make a movement so that he could feel my glutes. And he said, so, so try and do this. So, so, so maybe try and do this. And I tried to do that. And he said, well, how about you try and do this? And so I tried to do that. And he said, oh, my goodness, you have lost total connection with your glutes. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't get into my glute simply because I haven't used my glutes. That's really weird. I must have used my glutes somehow. <laughs> in certain positions, we definitely use our glutes. But he, anyway, couldn't get me in that position to use my glutes. So you know what? Paula's ballet bar sounds great. So I would love to Come. go with you. I when? I... when? When do we go? Well, I normally try and do it first thing in the morning because that's really the time for me when I like to get my exercise done. So I drop the kids at school, go straight to Paolo's body bar. If I don't do that, I do Epulsive, which again is really quick and um, effective. And then I like to get on with my day. So meetings. And the great thing about sports kit these days, I mean like yoga wear, dance wear, everything, is you actually can go out for the day in your, I mean, I'm sitting here in my, you know, workout gear because I'm planning are you on going... sitting there and you're a sweaty Betty they are not sweaty Betty this oh. is 6090 which is actually one of my favorite sportswear brands but the nice thing about this is that I've got a meeting after this I'm planning on going to my meeting and then quickly running in for a Paolo's body bar before I go and pick the kids up so I love those leggings who did you say makes them 6090 and let me see the top you're wearing I'm wearing just a plain black top. But underneath, I've got my... I'm not going to show you my rolls of flat. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. love that, Soph. Yeah. 60... 90. 60, 90. Online. Yeah. On, only online? Only online. Okay. We've got to go online, too, for that. Yeah, really So, good. what are your plans for this week? When are you going back to um, Paula's Body Bar? Because I actually want to put it in the diary okay. right now. Well, 10.45 I want to ensure, tomorrow. because I also promised myself that 2018 was going to be the year that I'm going to get fit. I've made a commitment. Okay, so let's say 12 on Thursday. 12 on Thursday. And should I then cook you lunch afterwards? That sounds delicious. Okay, I will. So what, do you feel like, what do you feel like eating? Well, I try and stick to quite simple things during the day. So I try and have like an avocado for breakfast or a smoothie or one of my collagen coffees, which I love. Um, and then for lunch, just keep it really clean. So either have salmon, chicken, or just even just a green salad. Okay, I've got to have a chat to you about salmon. Should we just go through our daily? Because it might be quite helpful to people. How to stay really um, energetic, get enough into your body, and not overeat or undereat. Because I think that's kind of quite a big thing. On every, you know, we're all really busy. We've got to keep our energy going. Mm. And I really try and eat clean now. You know, mm. it took a long time for me to get my body back after having children. Mm. And now I'm determined to keep it mm. and eat clean and have all the things I need. Mm. So, and I know you're the same because obviously you've got your fabulous cookbook. So um, it'd be quite interesting to see what it is that you eat in a day. I mean, yeah. I, I eat 
you know, avocado for breakfast or a smoothie. Yeah, so my breakfast today was, I start with a celery juice. Okay. I very much believe that celery is a real body cleanser. Celery juice. And then I had for breakfast these little corn cakes. Right. With mushed avocado, cucumber, olive oil, and pink Himalayan sea salt. Delicious. And then I had two double shot cappuccinos with organic skim milk. And then I had a mandarin, as in (laughs) like a mandarin orange. (laughs) For lunch today, I'm going to do a big mix salad with lots of nuts and seeds. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like a chopped salad, just with lots of seeds and vegetables. Fresh lemon juice, tamari, olive oil, and pink Himalayan salt. I've seen you use tamari before. What does tamari tamari. do? It's just a really nice way of salting your salad. And it's a a substitute for a soy sauce, which I think is absolutely delicious. This evening, we've got Danish friends coming for dinner, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to make spag bowl. Oh, my favorite. Which I just love. You know, I love it. And I use normal pasta. Do you? Absolutely. I don't have a problem with wheat or dairy. I do. You see, my body, and I think, again, that's a lot of Scandinavians, you know, the majority, the main part of our diet, growing up anyway, was, you know, we we would have a lot of milk, we'd a lot of cheese, we'd Mm. a lot of bread. So my body, personally, doesn't have any problem. Yeah, Yeah, easily, easily. Mm. And I've had these allergy tests, and Mm. dairy and wheat never come up. The funny things that come up with me are things like pineapple. Really? Sweet corn. And red pepper. So it's actually tomatoes and red pepper are known to be slightly poisonous for humans. And it's funny because I I almost lose the skin on my tongue. I'm extremely sensitive. I know what my body can take and what it can't take. But what I wanted to say to you with regards to salmon, mm. and it's I think it's a very, very, very important conversation because people are saying that it's actually really dangerous to eat the majority of salmons nowadays because a lot of these salmons are farmed in water where nothing else can live. Because the water is so toxic. And I think what a lot of people need to start talking about and thinking about before they purchase their goods is is not so much what do you eat. It's about what What the food you eat eats. Yeah, that's a very good point. We're living at a time where we will get sick if and we, we have don't to be very it. careful about what we put mm-hmm. into our bodies. And, and I do realize that buying wild fish, buying organic fruit and vegetables, uh, buying high quality meats that come from places where the animals are eating organic grass or Mm. corn or whatever it might be. I know that it is a lot more expensive, but I also think that a lot of people say that there is only so and so much that your body needs in a day. Mm. So this whole over Duffication is another thing that one needs to bear in mind. You know what? You don't need these big, huge portions that are actually better serving for people. You know, it's not that I don't eat a lot because I do eat a lot. I have a very, very good, healthy, manly appetite. But at the end of the day, when, when I choose my fish or my meats or my chicken, which is, you know, what's expensive, my quantities are rather small. And I would rather buy less but know that I'm buying the highest quality in terms of the way that what these animals and fish have been fed. And I also, I've very much gone in the direction of eating a lot of vegetables Mm -hmm. and eating pulses and nuts as well. It makes me feel good. I have great energy. And you know what's really interesting, Soph? 
I've probably had the hardest year and a half of of my life, although I'd say the last 10 years have been pretty tough emotionally on so many different levels. But in terms of real stress, the last year and a half, because there have been some major decisions uh, requiring a lot of time and research that are being made literally as we speak. But as a result of that, I felt as if I've been lying under a lorry in many ways because it's been extremely stressful almost to the point that I felt someone's been standing on top of me and you know when you're super stressed and you've got a lot on your mind often that means that you know to get a really good night's sleep is more difficult because your mind my mind is going a thousand miles per hour I've got Mm -hmm. so many things to think about and until they are solved they keep on going round and round in my head but what I found that is so remarkable is that I haven't got sick at all for the last year and a half. And can I tell you what I put that down to? Mm-hmm. I really put that down to being really mindful about the ingredients that I buy. Um, but also being really mindful around chewing. I really chew my food. And they say that the more you chew your food, the easier it is for the body to break it down and actually use all the nutrients you put into your body. And I really believe that that is the reason why I haven't got sick. I've still drunk alcohol. I have a very sweet tooth. I haven't at any point in time allowed myself to anything but indulge. I do indulge. But I chew everything I put into my mouth. And I chew, you know, a good 10, 15 times Mm. per mouthful. And I just feel as if my body has been able to use everything in a different way. I have for many, many years been like a Labrador. I would literally be in mouth swallow, in mouth swallow. Yeah, it's a good point. I think it makes sense. I think you've also been to the Maya Clinic, which is very good at teaching you how to I did go to the Viva Maya and I passed out after three days because I'm not the type of person who can be put on an 800 calorie a day. You know, Mm. I'm very lucky. I've got a very high metabolism, but I've also got very active adrenals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me on a normal day, I burn three to 4,000 calories. Mm -hmm. And I do that naturally. That is... You're very lucky. Well, just just to get to a few quick... Uh, recommendations for people to stay fit and healthy with enough nutrients and energy in your diet per day. I would say for me, everybody's different, but it's avocados, it's eggs, it's omelets, it's fried eggs, it's scrambled eggs, it's um, any form of eggs, really high in protein, really low in fat, great at filling you up and keeping you going. Green salads, as you say, salmon, if you buy it from the right place, chicken, any sort of fish, and lots of nuts, that's what I snack on. If I'm hungry in the daytime between meetings, I will drink a bottle of water and have a handful of pine nuts or sunflower seeds or whatever it is. And I think that's kind of my different way of looking at what I'm eating these days. I eat quite a lot of hummus, which is not great for you, but I love it. Oh, I think it's very good for you, but I'm actually going to challenge you, Sophie, on the Mm. whole egg conversation. And I'm going to challenge you Mm. on that in our next podcast, because you may think that eggs are really good for you, but I would beg to differ. Well, I can't wait to hear that, but I just want to come back to one thing that you brought up, because I did something last night which changed my life. I went to bed feeling anxious and with a lot of questions swimming around my head. And I couldn't switch them off. You know, sometimes where you just want to turn stuff off, but you can't. My phone was off, the TV was off, and I was lying in my bed, staring at the ceiling, thinking, these are all the things I've got to do. This is on my to-do list. These are things I haven't done. And I was feeling 
a little bit of anxiety and I thought, how do I switch those voices off? Now, a very good friend of mine who I had dinner with last Thursday, who's an actress who also has scripts going around her head and, you know, she's got to learn a lot and quickly and be on the best of her game all the time, recommended me this amazing YouTube called Sleep and Confidence. Now, just rest back comfortably and take in a deep breath. Now, you put it on next to your bed, high volume. And as you breathe out, just allow yourself to close down your eyes. All the lights are off. And it basically takes you through five minutes of relaxation. Now let your entire body relax. All the way from the top of your head down to the tips of your toes. And then goes into how you can relax and unwind. Now, five minutes into this YouTube, I was sound asleep. My children had to wake me up by shaking me this morning at quarter past seven. And I'm normally up at quarter to seven. I haven't slept that well. Oh my God. In, I can't remember how long, because as we all do, we have so much going on in our heads and switching off those voices can sometimes be quite a challenge. I can't recommend this enough. It's Isn't this interesting? Yeah, do, re do repeat it again for our it's listeners. It's called Sleep Hypnosis for Deep Confidence. And it is absolutely phenomenal. I can't even tell you. In brackets, it says depression, anxiety, insomnia, self-esteem. Now, I'm not going to highlight those things because I don't feel I suffer from any of them in a particular way. So don't be put off the title. Just use it for sleep and relaxation. I'm going to do exactly the same. It's by Michael Seeley and it's on YouTube. And I promise you, I'm listening to this every night when I get into my bed. I don't know if you're like me, Sophie, but I find that literally on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm getting a lot of questions from a lot of my wonderful followers. And let me just use this opportunity to say thank you very much for following me. I really, really appreciate it. It's, and so it's, do I. It's, it's a funny it's world. It's a funny, an it's amazing a funny thing. support network. Really. It really is. And really I is. feel like I have connected with everybody in that. And, yeah. I, and I feel truly blessed that I'm in a position where I have that. Yeah. And you know what? It's also a, it's an enormous privilege to kind of feel as if we're given an opportunity to inspire people and to give them joy in their life. And it's also, I know it's really important to both Sophie and I, now that there are these ways of communicating, if you guys have anything that you want to talk to us about or discuss with us, please, please, please do direct message us on our Instagrams at Sophie Stanbury or at Caroline Fleming official. And we will make sure that we discuss your questions and topics as soon as possible. But the first thing that I just wanted to say uh, now and, and talk to Sophie about it, it is the fact that there are a lot of our followers who are asking about Ladies of London. And whether what it's coming back. is yeah. happening? Is it coming back? What's going on? We miss it. We love it. And you know what, guys? For now, it has been shelved. Yeah. It's been round and round and round and there's been so many discussions about how to bring it back, when to bring it back, if we should bring it back. And I think um, for each of us, we would be very willing to do that and go on that journey again. 
But um, as it stands... Well, in, I'm not sure that everyone would. Well, not everybody. You know, There's a few people who yeah. would be happy to carry on that journey and a few people who wouldn't. And I think the problem is, is that because we don't all live in the same country anymore, because um, the camera crew and the producers fly in from LA, it's actually a very expensive thing to produce. And it's complicated. And because we're not all in the same place now, Marissa's in California, Caroline's in Dubai... It's just not as fluid and easy to bring the group together again. And that's what's causing the issues. This is one of the reasons why Sophie and I decided to do this podcast, because it would be a great opportunity for us to kind of bring the girls back together once in a while. We've spoken to all the girls and they can't wait to come and guess this wonderful podcast. So again, any questions you have will be... Totally discussed. Absolutely, absolutely. When Caroline comes back from Dubai, she wants to come and have a chat. So we'll schedule one in. We'll do a podcast with her. Juliet's very keen to do one as well. Julie's very keen to update on on her current job with the BBC, which is amazing. The whole Harry and Meghan wedding. So exciting. You know what? I've actually been asked to do uh, the Danish BBC, Tivitol. They want me to be uh, the commentator on the wow, royal wedding for that, which is exciting. quite hilarious. So, what do we all brilliant. think about? What do we all think about this upcoming wedding? What do we think about? And I just want to say, I don't know if any of you guys out there have been watching The Crown. I've just finished watching the first season, and I've got to say that, wow, I've been really quite surprised by so many things. You know, if it is close to the truth, first of all. My heart was so touched by Queen Elizabeth's father about Mm -hmm. how loving he was to his daughters Mm -hmm. and how great the family values really were. And I must say that I was also slightly hurt inside my heart that at the dilemma that the Queen was put in when Princess Margaret wanted to marry the love of her life and was simply... Not forbidden able to grant that yeah. to do this even though the queen wanted to grant her this wish she was not able to because she also was head of uh head of the church yeah, yeah. and what's interesting and the reason i bring this up now is because we're now sitting in a situation where prince harry has been allowed to do what his grandmother didn't allow her sister to do prince harry is going to marry a divorcee who also comes from a completely different background. And I think it's quite remarkable how much time has moved. And the the day and age that we live in today, everything is so different. And, you know, there is a lot more acceptance and forgiveness. Actually, talking about acceptance and forgiveness, somebody sent me something on my DM the other day, which was really interesting about how in America, the old Indian culture was completely wiped out. The caption was, we live in a country where they tried to eradicate every native tribe. They said their ways were evil and even in the constitution it refers to us as merciless Indian savages. They did everything they could to exterminate the first people of this land. It's up to us to value and preserve what culture we have left in unity and hope. Celebrate diversity, warrior prayer, And I think that, and I'm going to show Caroline these images now. I think what we have tried to do in this world is squash anybody that is so alternative to the way that we think. I I don't mean we as in me. Mm. I mean, as a society, if we don't understand or allow the acceptance of other teachings and other ways of conducting tribes or life, 
our life forces. Yeah. We've tried to impose a very critical analysis of it and shut down everything else, all the other forces that were in our world. Mm. We've tried to close everything down so that we're only dealing with things that we know. We check the boxes and they align with what we believe and acceptance is completely lost. And I think we're now of the understanding that there is a bigger picture out there, that there is a universe, that our world is very delicate and that we need to do things to preserve it Mm. and each other. And there's a bigger unspoken language out there which nobody really taps into at the moment we've lost the acceptance and understanding of the bigger picture and the bigger like the compassion compassion but also you know all the warrior tribes and messages and the 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 kind of really grassroots up things that kind of led people to live their lives the morals that they had and the very unique small but they were all part of our culture in our Absolutely. world and they've all been squashed and gradually eradicated mm-hmm. you know the 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 brazilian rainforest where there were tribes living in there slowly but surely that's disappeared and we're just imposing what we think we should do it's the on right our thing life. and it's just it just seems like we've got in such a pickle and yes. in such a mess yeah. over so many things in this world and we should so. have listened yeah. to these yeah greater beings to the yeah. universe to more of a spiritual path because yeah. we're now dealing with the consequences but then, so if you of know, it in, in other ways i think that society has really moved and i mean this upcoming royal wedding is a prime example of really seeing understanding and acceptance and under- yeah. of, of another human being and you know what love isn't that the reason we're here in the first place isn't that how we came here, isn't that really what we all want out of life at the end of the day? And love is something you can never dictate. You can't decide beforehand what it's going to look like. No, you cannot. You can absolutely not. You can absolutely not. Absolutely. Well, I think it's a fantastic, you know, unity of two people that have clearly fallen in love for all the right reasons. And the acceptance now of the royal family that Harry's going to marry somebody that is divorced and that his happiness comes before the protocol. And I think that is a massive step in the right direction. And I'm truly happy. Yeah. And you know what's wonderful? It's wonderful to see how much public support that they have. And then I go back to the crown that, that I've been watching for the last couple of weeks and really, really enjoying. And what is a real shame too, is that there you also saw such public support Mm -hmm. for Princess Margaret and Peter Townsend. And it's really interesting. It's really remarkable how the world can stand together. But at the end of the day, there are powers that will always have the end say. Mm -hmm. And that's whether we're talking politics, whether we're talking monarchies, etc, etc, etc. And I suppose that's what really separates the world. It's when all the people don't really agree with the powers. And I I mean, I think that's a very good point. No one's going to agree on everything. So acceptance and understanding are really key in all of this. And that's something that I think has been missing for quite a long time, which is why the world has become a fairly toxic place. And, you know, certainly in our own relationships, understanding and forgiveness is massive I mean you know we all want our children to do a certain behave a certain way and act a certain way and conduct themselves in a certain way but the truth of it is is as mothers 
they're going to play up, they're going to mess around. And I think we're now in a position where we understand more about psychology and, you know, where we might have as children been seen and not heard or been told to conduct ourselves in a certain way. We're now allowing our children to be much more expressive, to be gay if they want to be gay, to be artists if they want to be artists, Mm. politicians, doctors, Mm. or just be, you know, just wherever life takes them. Wherever the life takes us, I feel like the pressure has thankfully eased up a little bit on our children and our future generation or, or of course we want the best for our children do we you want to never push them. so find yourself thinking oh my gosh I just have done what I dislike my parents for doing of all the time isn't that isn't it all funny the time. how certain things that you dislike about a previous generation and wham, bam, you find yourself doing the same thing. It's normally the knee-jerk reactions to things. So it's normally if you see a disaster that's just unfolded before your very eyes. And my reaction is to go into like, oh my goodness mode, what have you done? Yeah. Rather than, you know, my my son Harry is, is a real experimenting, you know, little thinker who loves to empty something that shouldn't be emptied into something else and watch the chemical reaction of it. And sometimes it can be my perfume with my foundation or whatever <laughs> it is. And I'm thinking, oh, I, I love that. I could really kill you right now. But, you know, and, and then your new reaction is But at the same time, is isn't it say, magical? What the heck do you think you're doing? Yeah. You know, why are you making such a giant mess? Why are you being disruptive? And actually... He's being a child. He's being... He's experimenting. And obviously yeah. he knows that there are some things he shouldn't be doing, yeah. which he does, yeah. which are obviously testing the boundaries but you know I think my knee-jerk reaction is to do what I was brought up with which was to say right that's it out time out think about what you've done and when you're ready to apologize come back and I now know that if I do that with Harry it causes an unnecessary amount of tension and unhappiness which actually could be dealt with in a very different way and Mm. I'm really trying to deal with it in a different way. I find that if I see my children doing something that I really don't want them to do, I have made a pact with myself that I'm going to breathe slowly three times and close my eyes and really contemplate. Are you about to be like your own parents or is this actually okay? Are mm. they just being is it really that normal yeah. children? Mm. And And I find that Actually, they are just being normal children. Mm -hmm. If I look back into my own childhood, there's a really, really funny story. My mother had just had a new dressing table made. And she was so excited about this dressing table. And apparently I was about four years old. And she was down in the kitchen. And Caroline, four years old, was up in her dressing room. And I came down with a pair of scissors and quite a lot of small bits of the fabric of her dressing table. Oh, no. And I said to her, Mummy... I've just made your dressing table and she walked up and I had cut the whole thing to shreds. She was furious. And I actually understand that she was furious. Um, My children haven't been quite so creative. Well, saying that my daughter's going through a time of slime. You have boys. Mm. I don't know if they're into this slime thing. I have a lot of ants and unwanted inhabitants from our garden often bought into the house that's my biggest thing 
I think Wilma just needs to go to the loo. <laughs> and to you listeners out there, thank you so much for listening to us. We send you lots of love and we lots will see love. you next week. Bye from London. Ciao. Come, Wilma. Nothing you can sing that can't be sung Nothing you can say but you can learn how to play the game It's easy Nothing you can make that can't be made No one you can save that can't be saved Nothing you can do but you can learn how to be you in time like to look five years younger. In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.